It's the Lapu life for me. It's the Lapu life for me. Pineapple cups and a glass. Rum concoction that kicks ass. It's the Lapu life. Well, it feels like I'm always on vacation And my troubles, they just fade out of sight I go to Disney for my medication If this is wrong, I don't wanna be right I don't care if the bill collector's calling I don't care if my boss is a big dick Got no worry life Ain't no hurry life Ain't no thinking life Disney drinking life with the Lapu drink in hand, everything just seems so grand. Feels like the sun's always out. This is what life's all about. It's Lapu life. Well, I got no fucks to give. Ain't no rain clouds hanging over my head. It's the Lapu life. Look on Corleone. It's the Lapu life. What's with that apostrophe? Instead of weak fear, give Rocket me challenge be. Look out, Disney, here I come. Seriously, just give me a pineapple full of rum, and I'm good to roll. It's the Lapu life. I need. It's the Lapu life, I bleed Every dollar I can scrounge Go straight to Tambu Lounge It's the Lapu life It's the Lapu life Yeah, one take, motherfucker, that's how it's supposed to be done When boarding adventure is out there travel, please move across your car to make room for everyone For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors they will be closing in a moment. Thank you. This Adventure is Out There Travel offers concierge-level service to the Magic Kingdom and all of Walt Disney World. If you're traveling to Epcot, Disney's Contemporary, Polynesian, or Grand Floridian Resorts, they can help you with that too. For assistance, please ask an Adventure is Out There Travel host or hostess by writing to Becca at AdventureIsOutThereTravel.com. Kungaloosh, viva Gaia, and por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Por favor, manténganse alejados de las puertas. And then the better one. What's the better one at the at the uh, Matterhorn? Oh, remain seated, please. Oh, I don't remember. How the hell does that one actually go? Um, <laughs> it's funny. Remain seated, please. Gentlemen, estar sentados, por favor. Sí. Welcome to the 3 o'clock parade. This is uh, Drunk at Disney, Professor Daniel Miller here in Orlando. That sighing you just heard is the lovely Rhiannon. Hi. <laughs> and he's back out there, back on the left coast, back from his trip here to Walt Disney World. It's Skipper Dick Ritchie. I am not actually the professional monorail voice, in case anybody was confused. Yeah, we don't really, we want to make sure there's no confusion. There's no confusion on that one whatsoever uh fantastic so what's been going on rhiannon's actually she was upset that i was not ready to go early tonight yeah i heard mrs <laughs> dd is usually upset you're not ready to go oh i'm always ready to go yeah always. that's what i want to hear about I was born ready 
Born ready. Um, what's been going on? Rihanna, what you been up to? Mm, I managed to somehow go to Disney World twice in one week, and I don't even live there. Yeah! You were, like, out of the blue. You're like, I'm going to be getting Sanaa bread service tomorrow. Whatever. What happened with that? Mm. How did that all go down? Well, because uh, I knew many months in advance about Skipper's trip for St. Patrick's Day, so we had that weekend booked. And then I knew many months in advance that my family was going to be in Sarasota, so I had a long weekend there planned to meet up with them and go to the beach. Um, and then last minute, Amanda, 999 Happy Hops, says, hey, guess what? I'm going to be in town soon. I'm like, oh, great. When? And she says, Monday through Thursday, the exact week between those two weekends. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So I, you know, kind of just added an extra day onto my Sarasota weekend. So I drove home from Skipper's weekend Sunday and then drove back to Orlando Wednesday after work and spent the day Thursday with her and then drove on to Sarasota for the weekend. Man, you stayed at some place in Sarasota that looked awesome, though, right on the beach. Yeah, it's a uh, it's, uh, super cute kind of like throwback hotel that was owned by Leona Helmsley, a uh, famous socialite, yeah. um, famous especially because after she passed away, she left everything, all of her fortunes and investments to her dogs. So actually that resort was owned by two dogs uh, for a little bit until eventually someone came and the gift. Guess gave the dogs enough money that they bought it out. But yeah, oh. fun facts. What is the pet policy at that hotel? Uh, I don't think dogs are allowed. <laughs> Ironically. <laughs> oh, fuckers. They That's own the hotel. Stuff. They just don't want any of them staying there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anything of note while you were in the Walt Disney World Resort? I saw you went to the Magic Kingdom at some point. We did. So I had my first official above board beer at Magic Kingdom. Fantastic. What did you get? Uh, It was this super exotic beer. Not sure if many people will have heard of it before. Uh, A Blue Moon. Ooh, Blue Moon. Yeah, yeah. I think it was in keeping with their Asian region of their menu i i don't I, I can't be sure nice so, so. Dude, i will say did you ever think in all these times we sort of half-assed jokingly said they would have beer in the magic kingdom did you ever think when you finally got the chance you'd be having a blue moon actually probably yeah i mean it's disney <laughs> oh fantastic so skipper what you been up to Ooh. Um, you know, just got back. Hey, by the way, stole Rhiannon's gimmick there. What, yawning? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. The night is young. Uh, yeah. Well, there's plenty of time for yawning for everybody. But no, man, just got back from uh, Florida, kind of doing the post-Walt Disney World blues, but also happy to be back home. Um, I kind of wanted to go to Disneyland this weekend and didn't get our, over the last few days, but didn't get a chance to because, you know, you got to unpack and just get back into your regular world. But um, things are good. I, uh, I We had tons of fun. That's for sure. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. I, mean, I live here and I still had to take time to recover and like get back into the real world because you know going every day for five, six days um, in some way, shape, or form, it catches up to you. Yeah, for sure. I was exhausted. I was like, man, this is done. And, you know, uh, the, the people that I was traveling with were from the West Coast, so they were used, you know, if they got up at 10 o'clock there, that's 7 o'clock here. So they were always, they're late bloomers. And uh, I was waking up super early to go for these, like, silly walks in the morning at Fort Wilderness. So it was like 5 o'clock my time. Yeah, it was really nice. But when I got back home, I was, it caught up. I was, I was tired. So that is pretty. I did notice you did do quite a few walks. You got a, some nice nature shots. I saw yeah, you got yeah. uh, living the dream, man. Living the dream. Was, so I wanted to get your thoughts on this, Skipper. On your trip, you were here. What you you tried Abracadabra for the first time? Yes. We we kind of touched upon it when we were when we dragged Rhiannon out into the woods and talked last week. Mm-hmm. That but, was a good time. Doesn't sound sketchy at all. Doesn't at all. But I wanted to catch your thoughts on Abracadabra because at the time, and let me see if you you've thought about it now. You said you like it better than the Grog Grotto. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. A high bar to pass. Right. I mean, I I think it's just because, and and during while we were there, I think that's when I kind of like we started using the term grown up drinks. Um, because yeah, the Grog Grotto, everything's just on the menu and they actually have a pretty limited rum uh options which is funny to me because they have a rum flight and one of them is bacardi and the other one's pirate rum <laughs> you know it's just like it's like getting a beer so flight. it's like a beer flight right and Blue you're like, Moon, bud, bud light and miller right I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a bud a miller and then your fancy wine is gonna our beer is gonna be stella uh, which is kind of the same thing like the fancy uh, rum in that rum flight is um, is rum that you can get at Costco for probably like twenty bucks a bottle. Um, is it Kirkland not... rum? No, but it, how great would that be? It was Kirkland. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be pretty great. That Kirkland. would be awesome. Um, but you know, so the thing that I liked more about Abracadabra, and one of the things that we talked about with the um, the bartender there, was that they were looking to be that more of an off menu um, with really like, you know, top shelf uh, liquors and they're not going to have a lot of rums there, but they are looking at having different like whiskeys and scotch and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was really cool. And the bartenders there were really open to just making anything, you know, yeah. in fact, when we were talking to them, you know, they, they kind of like pointed at the menu and we said, well, what do you want to make? And that's when they like got super excited because then they weren't just making the same seven drinks that are on the menu. It's true. Already. So that that's that's why I liked Abracadabra. I need to start. I need to start doing that much yeah. more. I need to start doing that much more. I, yeah. I'm I've, I don't typically do that. I need, that's a good idea. If you if you tell them, I did that know, once there. I did that once there because I was buying. It was actually Mr. Monkey. He was like, no, I don't want anything. I'm like, I actually bought Mr. Monkey a drink. This was like. Well, yeah. And I go, I go, I go, we, I'm like, what do you want? He goes, I have no idea. So I asked the bartender, I'm like, what would you like to make Mr. Monkey? And he got excited and whipped something up. And I don't remember what it was, but. Was it banana and, flavored? <laughs> so anyway, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. So good idea. I need to start doing that more. Yeah. Like any good bartender should be able to have a conversation with you and say like, what do you like? What do you not like? Yeah. And be able to move forward with the drink. And that's what they yeah. were doing. So 
you know, my first thing was like, I don't really want anything sweet. Um, and they were like, yeah, no problem. And they mixed up a drink and it was great. It was, uh, cool. yeah, that place was really good. I enjoyed it. Well, it makes sense too. Like, uh, within Walt Disney world, I think the Crescent Lake area does tend to should kind of be that area that draws more. Like you said, the grown up drinks, like it, it makes sense. That's sort of, you know, it's between Epcot and Hollywood studios. Um, it's sort of that it should draw that kind of people as opposed right. to the monorail, which is more the traditional family touristy kind of thing. So maybe it makes sense. You don't I agree? Totally agree. No, no, I think it's I great. think that no, I think it's great. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think that one should be more than the other. Like I think that the monorail, given just the price point for those resorts, period, and then the fact that people are going to those resorts seeking an alcoholic beverage because you can't get it in the Magic Kingdom, that it should have a better selection than you know creative adult cocktails. I think it'll be interesting to see, in addition to that, what happens, because we've seen a huge upgrade to the Wilderness Lodge with the uh, the new Geyser Point. We've seen a big upgrade at the Polynesian outside. And now this would be a great addition, something like that, at the Contemporary and the Grand Floridian, like another ama- a great place to do something like this, more of a grown-up type drink place. So maybe that summer we're moving, Skip. Maybe you've, uh, you, you've, you've hit on something. Well, I, I definitely see the Contemporary getting like they need something better than their outside pool bar that that's relatively terrible yeah. um mm-hmm. but i don't know i i almost feel like the grand floridian for them that's what meisner's is yeah so i would like to see it expand like they should get rid of that little uh gift shop in the corner and expand meisner's out that way and then move the gift shop to one of the other places oh yeah meisner's needs to expand for sure something yeah. needs to be bigger yeah absolutely <laughs> Woo! Awesome. Skipper Grinch, you said you wanted to go to Disneyland. Is this because, and I'm looking here at something you sent me, do you want to try the Dole Whip cotton candy? What is this? So, and and I, I knew that this was going on, but I didn't realize that it was only at Disneyland. So when I was in Florida, I was like, I'm going to get me some Dole Whip cotton candy. And what? they were like, what are you crazy? There's no, there's no such yes. thing. And I was all like, there is no such thing. What is this? There is in California at Disneyland. You can now get Dole Whip cotton candy. So is that just a fancy way of saying pineapple cotton candy? I mean, what sets pineapple cotton candy apart from Dole Whip cotton candy? Well, where can you get pineapple cotton candy? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like I've never heard of pineapple cotton candy. It's usually just blue or pink. Whatever. (laughs) It's, it's, like blue it's, or... it's a yellow and white swirl. Man. No, that would Ooh, be a yellow and swirl cotton candy. I'm just telling you that that's what it looks like. At least we got at least we have feisty Rhiannon back. Yeah, well, and you know what's really great? In California Adventure, it's just called pineapple cotton candy. But if you're in Disneyland, it's dull cotton candy. Now there you go. There you go. Right. Um so that is pretty. Where do they have this? Adventureland. Oh, of course, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. I like this. I I, I want to say this. The next note, I want to sing it in the Alan Jackson version of "Where Were You When the Pirates Turned 50? Never mind. I don't. I don't know what any of that. People are really excited that the Pirates of the Caribbean turned 50 years old, and I'm going to go out for once. I typically get excited about everything. 
It doesn't. It didn't do anything for me. Skip, are you excited? You get excited about the Pirates turning fifty? Uh, I mean, yeah, because I I'm excited about it. I just wish I was I was bummed out that I wasn't there. Um, those are the things I like to go to Disneyland for, like the big anniversaries like this. Mm. So I was sad that I was in Florida, but I did ride Pirates of the Caribbean in Walt Disney World just because I needed to do something. But they had really cool, like, day of merchandise that I'm sad I didn't get. And they Wait, a... but isn't, but it's isn't at the end of the day, that's all there is? It's a gimmick. It's a way to get you to buy stuff. Isn't all of that a gimmick? <laughs> like, everything that you go do at Disney is just a reason for you to spend money. I'm not going to disagree with you, but well, I guess if you were... No, I, I think to go back to Drunko's original question of, were you excited yeah. about the 50th anniversary? Are you excited that Pirates turned 50, or are you excited for limited edition merchandise? I'm excited Because I don't think it's 50. one and the same. Oh, no, it was no. the same. Well, you don't... You, no. I know that you may not, think... but since you're not me, you can't really answer that question. So... <laughs> Wait, I can't speak for you. For me, Fair. Fair. right? For Rhiannon, no, she was not excited, and she's not doesn't want the merch. But for me, I was excited, and no, the merchandise not, made no, it cooler. I'm not saying I don't want the merch. I'm saying that I'd be excited for the merch, not because well, of the 50th you. anniversary. It's just like when the it's like when the haunted mansion anniversary was. I was excited for that too. And right, but what if they had no merch? That's fine. I don't what even have any just... of. The, I don't even have. I didn't even have any of this merch either. I'm just saying I was sad that I wasn't there. Okay, well, then you're weird. All right, fine. I'm I'm actually going to go with Skip on this. I don't necessarily think – when I get my attention, I'm like, oh, wow, I think about the history of the ride. I don't think at all about the merch. Right. It's just cool. Um, One of the things that I am sad I didn't get is the golden churro, though. They actually Uh, served gold churros. Dude. What what do you mean gold, though? Like, what what does that even mean? Gold churros? Like – you can't eat them then. No, you can. You can actually eat. That's like you know, oh, like the like, gold dust. Yeah, they're like, like oh dipped yeah, in gold slogger. Uh, I, I think it was just kind of like a yellow <laughs> gold slogger. I, I would now that I would eat. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, I haven't done gold slogger since like fucking college, man. Yeah, I don't think anyone has. Be, right, that used to be our go-to thing. Oh man, man, that is funny. I can't even. Gold. I haven't even heard the word gold schlager since college. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I don't think that's oh, great. God. <clears throat> They're bringing back Zima. Just uh, also, just on that uh, just a college. You. Just for me. Yeah, that's like middle school for me. But I mean, not that I was drinking it. I'm just saying, people were. This explains not, a lot. Not me. Not me. No. I didn't drink well, to see, college. I think. I think, I think I've confessed this before that um, Zima was my first ever alcoholic drink Ooh. and that explains a lot did i have i talked about that before no i don't so, think so yes you mentioned it oh. okay it was one of those times where i walked in i was a freshman my roommate says do you want me to bring you back anything and i was like sure i didn't think you know i was a freshman i didn't know much i didn't think to request something i didn't know what to request he brought me back zima which and then I, <laughs> did you promptly punch him in the face I tried it, and I'm like, this is not what I wanted. (laughs) Basically, for you, Bud Light is the next step up. Well, to be honest, at the time, what I wanted, what I did end up getting next was Miller Genuine Draft. Oh, now that is some good stuff. 
Some MGD. Do they even make Miller Junior Draft anymore? I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, God. They even make it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't know. They certainly don't sell it anymore. But MGD was, was uh, the, my first requested one when I said, they're like, what do you want? I'm like, uh, I'm uh, uh, at Miller Genuine Draft. <laughs> so uh, I think I had a hat that had Miller Genuine Draft on it. So I'm like, oh, I'll go with that. Of course you did. I'll go with that. So anyway. No gold uh, though. Just so you know, under ratebeer.com, MGD, one star, 0% ratings out of 2,216 votes. How many stars that can it get? Sounds about right. That it can get a total of five stars. Out uh, of five stars. Out of five MGD. stars, it's, it's, it's one star. But on <laughs> Beer Advocate, out of five stars, it gets two and a half stars and has a 2.4 rating out of 2,426. Bad. Well, Not bad. There you go. It's high praise. You know it. More accurate than the other. What did Rhiannon's first ever Magic Kingdom beer, Blue Moon, get on uh, the scale? <laughs> oh, let's find out. We'll we'll uh, we'll try both of them. We'll start with Beer Advocate. Yeah. What did Beer Advocate have to say about Blue Moon? Rhiannon's first. In fact, the first ever official alcoholic beverage from the Magic Kingdom is. I'm not proud. This is... uh, it does not get high rankings either. Oh, what is... <laughs> uh, it it get out of 1,644 reviews, it got a just okay. All right. Uh, let's try this other one. Uh... This is clearly some definite beer aficionados, though. Oh, yeah, Moon... yeah. I mean, Moon's decent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, hey, like, I don't like blue moon. Orange, orange in there, though, of course. Uh, let's see here. It got a two rating. So blue moon mm. and MGD got the same rating. Actually, Solid. Blue, moon, right, it, blue moon got a lower score with a two hey. instead of a 2.5. GD in the house. MGD. Rocking it straight. Hey, baby. Skipper, do you know what Miller J. Draft is? It's meat and potatoes beer. That I, you know what's really funny? So Susie and Casey are also very uh, picky on their beers. And uh, they went up to D.C. after Walt Disney World. And they said that almost every bar they went to, everybody was just drinking Miller Lite. And they could not what? figure out why. And they went to like a really fancy tiki bar. And he, they said that they were just watching them just bring out giant suitcases of beer and everybody was just drinking Miller Lite. And I told them, I said, that's that's what the heart of America drinks. Whether you meat like it or not, that is meat and potatoes. That's what working people drink. Meat and potatoes. Meat and, meat potatoes. and potatoes, right? That's right. Meat and potatoes. Filler with Miller. You, oh, so good. Yeah. Miller. I will say Skipper to Richie's fridge was filled with Miller at the <laughs> campground. It's it. We left almost all of that beer there. <laughs> um, it was great. Let's see. <laughs> let's see another anniversary Rhiannon should be excited about the merch Disneyland Paris turns 25 years old oh it's not the one I thought you were going to talk about but sure oh, oh. that's coming Ooh. oh the, are you, do you want to talk about the anniversary from last weekend when you got to celebrate the one year liveriversary I'm still scarred with Rhiannon's <laughs> we mentioned it we, we can talk about it real quick because we did mention it last week on the uh when we dragged Rhiannon into the woods, 
But um, your perspective, how did that situation go? When did you, what did you know and what did you see? Well, I still haven't watched whatever video footage exists of it. So I only have my memory to serve me. And I was sort of just literally deer in headlights because uh, there was a spotlight on me. So I don't know. It was one of those things where like, it feels like it was just me and like four other people talking. But then in hindsight, it's like, no, it was the entire fucking restaurant theater <laughs> watching this. It was so awkward. It was the most awkward ever because, okay, yeah. let me just, yeah, let me just it was. I'll paint a picture for you. Here's what happened. We're sitting at the hoop to do review and they're going around and they already did the birthdays where Skipper to Richie. We talked about his birthday, Gen Z, a couple people around the room. And then they did who's celebrating an anniversary. And everybody starts laughing because Rhiannon's liver that entire afternoon since he had been there was like carrying around a button and gave Rhiannon a button for the one year liverversary. <laughs> so somebody decides to stick their hand up and wave the hoopy doo actress over. And it's Rhiannon and then Mark and then Rhiannon's liver sitting in that. So then. She's asking, of all people, she asked Rhiannon, so what is it? It's your anniversary. And she is just burying her face. She's not saying a word. And everyone's kind of pointing to the liver, but she's sitting next to Mark, and the, the lady's getting a little frustrated that she, she <laughs> yeah. she's totally getting fucked with by us in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, no, it's this guy, but she's sitting. Anyways, it was Rhiannon turned beet red. And then... <laughs> Yes, and then did they did do one year anniversary? Mark swooped in and saved the day um, by claiming you and saying it was your anniversary. Mm-hmm. So Mark actually saved the day, I would say. Yeah, and then we got lectured by the lady saying that next time we should have our story straight. Yeah, exactly. She was not happy with the uh, with the situation. No. Then well, at the end, I... when they say everyone get up to dance, <laughs> all the couples. Rihanna did not stand up. Let's just say she did uh, not stand no. up. No. What was your what was your perspective on this, Skipper? Oh, I just I I mean, I just thought that like one, we were on we were about a quarter to maybe a third of the amount of people that were on the first floor anyway. So we were we were kind of a mess. And then we the group was so big that they ended up having to move us into separate t- like tables and mm-hmm. Some people didn't realize where they were sitting or not. And then we sat Mr. Monkey at a table that he thought <laughs> he thought wasn't even with us, but they, they, they were definitely with us. It was just a specific family. So I, I kind of yeah. feel like the whole like hoopty doo group was annoyed with us before we got to that point. And then once we just started like everybody at every table in our group had some sort of like situation like it you know it was my birthday and it was somebody else's birthday and it was somebody else's anniversary and then it was actually somebody's birthday and then it was you know the liverversary so like mm. i feel like they were just like oh my god this group just sucks at life yeah. <laughs> we did learn one lesson if you go to the hoop to do review do not under any circumstances show up late mr mikey <laughs> We all come in and everybody gets seated. And then Mr. Monkey comes marching in like, hey, gang. Meanwhile, the seats are completely full. There are no more spaces. The only spot left that they squeeze in is ne- <laughs> at this 
third table off to the corner that we didn't realize was even with us. And they sit him <laughs> there with like this uh, couple in their 60s. Well, and he no. sits talking to them. We find out later he was with the group. I thought but... that they, you eventually found a seat for him at your table. Yeah, they, they, they made like room this. for him at your table. But okay. no, so that okay. was little Anthony, his wife, and it was little Anthony's uh, mom's birthday. So that's it was it was little Anthony and his like whole family sitting at that table, and uh, so when Mister Monkey sat there, he was like the one person that didn't that wasn't familiar with everybody else at the table. Oh, it was fantastic! Yeah. He was just he, it was so great. It was so great. And then that was a we good finally time. oh, it was great. We finally found table room for him at our table, so it was fine. So you know, but, I think if they didn't hate us initially or halfway through. They definitely hated us by the end when a certain someone thought it'd be a good idea to throw an entire loaf of cornbread at somebody else's head. A. That was not me. You, a, you deserved it. No. B, I was very careful to make it land on the table rather than on your head. I did not hit your head. After ricocheting off my face. Liar. Wrong. It. it did not touch you. Oh my God, it did. I'm, we gotta find the video. We will. We'll. We'll settle this there later. Loaf to face contact. There was no laf, loaf. To, <laughs> laf, <laughs> yes, there was. Loaf to face contact. You're lying. Yes, there, oh my god, there was. Ask my liver. Ask Mark. Well, either way, you deserved it. Bottom line is, you deserved it. Mm-mm. Oh, ridiculous. Oh. Anybody? Is, no one's ever been to. Uh, back to uh, Disneyland Paris. Anybody? Oh, yeah. been, have they? What? Have you ever been to Disneyland? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just now the the one thing I it had was it was the one park you could buy beer and wine in the one castle park. Well, now we can here in Florida, so we're good. Mm. <laughs> You're like it doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> uh, okay, looking around the restaurant though, Rhiannon, did other did it seem like many tables had? alcohol or did it seem like it still was very few um we were in i forget the name of the room it's the one like back by the restroom so it's a smaller room and it was lunchtime and uh, honestly i didn't see anybody else drinking but that could also be because there are maybe four other tables seated and i couldn't get a really clear vantage point of any of them so i don't know yeah just walking by, I, I glance in, and it, it. I think. I think what because the funny thing is when they talk about this, people the the, the, one, the number one thing people say is, "Oh my God, people are going to be just like trashed around the Magic Kingdom." Right. <laughs> Literally could have couldn't have less of that feel. Yeah, and so Amanda actually was asking me, and she was like, "All right, what do you think? Like, how how long until we got legit bars or something?" And I'm like, "You know what? I think like two years because I think." That I'm not saying this is the entire purpose of their lame ass offerings, but I do think they will use their lame ass offerings as this example of like what? No one's getting wasted. It's cool, man. Like, because I think, <laughs> well, no, I think there are people, I don't think, I know there are people out there who they jump to these conclusions that, oh my God, if they start offering bars to the Magic Kingdom, it's going to be an absolute shit show. It's not going to be family friendly anymore. Kids will be horrified. And I think that if they have this example for a couple of years that they can point to and say, look, we've been offering alcohol for a couple of years now and no one's gotten like out of control. I think that just goes to 
you know, their point of whatever they want to do. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll find out. I just, uh, I, I'm glad. I'm just glad that one of us now has finally had one in the Magic Kingdom. Skipper went uh, alcohol free in his his dinner uh, at the uh, Skipper Canteen. So Rhiannon has taken one for the team and gotten one done. Now I need to go over there and I want to sit on the Tony's Town Square out on the patio so I can overlook the the forecourt of the Magic Kingdom uh, Town Square. And drink there. That's what I want to do. Ugh, I think your options are even worse. Yeah, well, it's just, it's more of the, the setting. More of the setting. Um, Skipper Dick Ritchie, what is Asimo? <laughs> uh, I think it's actually Asimo. A-S-I-M-O. The robot from, the Honda robot. Oh, uh, yay! Yeah, so he's been part of the West Coast Innovations, which is just a room in Tomorrowland where you can go and see this robot. And uh, yeah, sounds awesome. And they've added him now to the Autopia. So as you drive around, you actually see a family of robots, uh, like camping and just within the within the track. So they've uh, Honda took over. Um, from Chevron sponsoring the attraction and uh, and I guess you know besides not putting electric cars they also put this silly robot on the on the ride for you to look at while you're while you're out there well that that's awesome. very ep- it's very Epcotty to stick like some yeah. random sponsor in the middle <laughs> yeah for like, sure um, I'm looking at this picture right now from micechat.com and it is very kind of awkward. Yes, it's, he's just kind of standing there in the middle of the sidewalk like, what? Do they move around? Do we know this? Or is, is it like stationary? Are they actual Honda robots or are they like statues that I think they're statues. Like- I may have to go out there next week on my days off and get a better report. Yeah. But yeah, I think mm. I think they're statues. Oh, that even makes it makes it worse. It definitely would be cooler if they were actual robots. Right, camp. If they actually did something, but it does not appear like it. It looks a little bit. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised there hasn't been more outrage about this. Uh, I just don't think anybody like. I don't think that many people ride the Autopia anymore. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so scale ten. How much does it bug you when people call it the Autotopia? Zero. Yeah, I wasn't sure. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not a nomenclature thing for me. The Autotopia, Autopia, whatever you want to call it, that's fine. <laughs> the Autotopia. Yes. Uh, you also have your, and it is true, they are going to do, I find it so odd, when they open Pandora coming up soon, they're going to go queueless for the food at the quick service. Do you, I, My concern with this is my app, I haven't been able to pull up my fast passes the last two times I've pulled up. I'm very... <laughs> No, it's not feel- as soon as you as soon as you book them, I erase them. Yeah, I yes. feel thanks, Skipper. You I bet. feel like uh, uh, this is a recipe for disaster just because of the app portion of it, not the restaurant portion of it. Um, but they're going to do that. There, where you can. Or, I do love the idea that you can order on your phone and then go up and pick your food. Um, but I find it odd that they would choose a brand new restaurant that's just starting to get its legs as a good place to let's try this brand new app technology here. I find that very odd. 
Is that the only way they're allowing it, or is it just an option? I think it's just an option. It's an option yeah, okay. there. They I would hope have... so. Yeah, me too. Um, I was actually really surprised to see how long the lines are in the parks to use the Fast Plus, Plus kiosks. And, yeah. it made, and it made Aaron and I laugh. How many people in line are on their smartphones waiting to use the... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, like I, I almost feel like Disney should be walking by going, hey, if you download the app, you don't have to wait in this line. Hey, yeah. hey there's an app for that. Yeah. Well, because you used to have to wait in line if you wanted to get that fourth pa- fast pass. You had to do it on the kiosk, but now you can do it out on your phone also. So there's really zero reason to ever have to use one of those kiosks. Yeah. So I would hope that they're going to, you know, I mean, obviously I would hope that they have that. Maybe they'll have the same kiosk. You can pick your mm. attraction and, you know, get your meal. Yeah. Um, I... Did Did either of you guys get the a- AP Advanced? Um, I did. Oh, nice. Yes, I've got it as well. Um, are you, what, are you, so you're coming up for it, Rina? Yep. Nice. Did you get a weekend? I did. It's nice. Yeah. I'm going during the week, though, but yes. Then. I'm a little jealous that you got the weekend. Those were uh, quickly. It was a bit of a, of a, Chite show for us to get it. Um, we had what happened was you could you if you were the primary, it would automatically add people from your list yeah. onto, and we got added onto a list on a day we couldn't go. So ah. trying to like get that fixed was a bit. Oh. It was did it to be nice. Um, yeah. So I too appreciate it. But um, we have a very important obligation that day. It was like Wednesday night. Another we absolutely could not. Similar, we absolutely <laughs> could not go. And <laughs> how did I went to one wedding? Now it's always I go to weddings. I, don't, anyway. I just believe that's uh, an excuse for anything. Anytime you don't want to do anything, you're like, I've got a wedding going on. In my, that's, you know, when when the tax man comes calling, oh, sorry, I couldn't couldn't fill out my taxes at a wedding that day. <laughs> so of course, no, what I, they say, um... no changes. So we we finally got, and it really. Mrs. D grabbed the reins on this and she, she tried to get a hold of them and they, they ended up calling and the lady basically called us a liar saying that's not what happened. And <laughs> <laughs> so that, that didn't go over well. Um, mm. And so we ended up getting ticked because they were like, we were, we were explaining, you know, what happened was we had added and it, it automatically added everybody in your, it added people onto your party. So mm-hmm. we were added to a group and we weren't able to go that day. They're like, no, it, it doesn't automatically add people. Like well, no, it does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I can say it does. Yeah, you're. So we were basically. It wasn't even that I needed to go to Pandora opening. That isn't really that big of a deal. But when you get called a liar by somebody, <laughs> that's y'all. Well, so. my experience. So I was in Sarasota at the beach, like not you know at work in front of my computer, and so I had no idea what was going on. And Ben happened to text me the link to the sign up thing. With no context at all. Like, we were talking about one thing, and suddenly he texted me this link, and I thought it was related to what we were talking about, and I click on it, and it's like, your wait time is two minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I just kind of ignored it and, like, went about my day, and it wasn't until hours later, and I'm reading my email, and I had, like, the Disney food blog thing had talked about it, and I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. That's what he was sending me. So then I go and try to do it, and yeah, just as you said, it automatically adds everybody you're friends with and so i'm sitting there i'm like do i accept that or do i 
take them off of this. And so I'm like, well, I guess I'll just keep them on because I didn't know that whatever it would do what it did to you. And so I hit next and then it says, I'm sorry, we cannot accommodate a party of that size. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, fuck all of you. So I took <laughs> you and you and you off of it, but I left Kristen on it. So it was, I just left it as me, Mark, and Kristen, and I go to hit submit, and then it comes up with that message, like, you cannot change <clears throat> this. This is life or death. And I'm like, well, fuck, like, I didn't get a hold of Kristen. What am I, like, messing up her plans? I don't know if she's available that day. So I just kind of rolled dice, and I was like, accept. And so then I messaged her, I'm like, hey, I booked you at Pandora. Hope you can go. So luckily she can. Does out of curiosity, Skipper, did yeah. you get an email? I did. Uh, yes, I did get an email. Because that was the other issue. When we called to talk about it, they were like, the, the lady was super just flustered and pissed because at life because we're getting like thousands of calls. But um, they're like, yeah, half the people didn't even get emails. So they're, they're super pissed. <laughs> yeah, so normally we don't get emails because the Premier Pass nobody loves. Man without a country. <laughs> but um, I did get the email, um, which I instantly clicked on it thinking, well, let me see. Maybe I can get it. And yeah. uh, I got the same, hey, you know what? You're going to be like, you're one you know, one minute away or two minute away in line. And I thought, okay, so there's some sort of weird virtual queue on the internet, which doesn't make sense to me. But I'm like, all right. So I waited and then the screen just turns white. There was nothing. <laughs> and I was all like, what the hell's going on? Um, so it was really weird at first, but I eventually got through, I, uh, you know, I live in California, so yeah, not a lot I can say about that, but it did show, it did show the same thing where everybody that was on my, uh, you know, all my friends were marked as, yeah, you know, I can book you all to go. And I was like, mm -hmm. that's, that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Which would yeah. be fine if you, if, if you could pick as many as you wanted, I guess. But yeah, right. that was that, that's what caused the problem. And and again, like I said, I don't, I like I'm, I, of course I'd like to go to this preview. That would be great. But it isn't the end of the world if I can't go. So if the, if it wasn't able to get fixed, I wouldn't have been that upset until they're like, no, that's not what happened. Like, what? Nope. <laughs> Did you just, no, that's not. Excuse me, because <laughs> I know Notice that's what self. happened. What the what? <laughs> Call a drunk liar when I want to piss him off. <laughs> I was like, now we really are getting to this thing. They're going to fix this now. I'm going even though I, I didn't even want to go, but now I'm going. Yeah, I got to. No, I'm going to make my reservations. I'm not going to show up for them. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get the reservations. But um, that should be pretty cool. I'm definitely looking forward. Very definitely looking forward to checking this out. Can't wait. So um, very, very cool. Let's see. Skipper Nick Ritchie. The number one movie on the planet, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Did you guys end up seeing it? Yeah, I, I saw it. Nice. Not yet. <clears throat> tried to see. We, we were the, the the Sunday that Skipper was still here. We were. That's when we saw it, and we wanted to go down to Disney Springs and see it, but it was all showings were they weren't sold out, but they had like three seats in the front row. Um, and I'm like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. So basically, for for all intents and purposes, it was sold out all showings that day. Um, so uh, I'm like, wow, this is a pretty popular movie. Uh, and obviously at Disney Springs, it's <laughs> even more popular. <laughs> yeah, well, 
I, I, I went, um, after work one of the days, uh, after I got back and I was, I, it drove me crazy because I was at a the, I was at the IMAX theater and I was the only person in the row. The row in front of me was completely empty. The row above me was completely empty. And this group of six people that don't speak English all decided, well, one of them spoke English and translated through the whole movie, decided to literally sit right next to me. And, uh, <laughs> like, I was Lovely. like, yeah, not even, not even that, like, you know, grace, of, like that little chair that you sit in between, you know, they, they left no space. They just were like, we're taking wow. it. Um, and they translated the whole movie? Yeah. Because that was annoying. What? Even like, it... what? She's what asking language what language are they translating? Oh, I don't, I, I don't know. They were whatever the other language was. They one person spoke English, and anytime anything would happen, they would turn around and you would just hear them go, ah, da, da, da. and then they would all go like, ah, and then you I know, get they want to hear it, but it's like that would be annoying if somebody just repeated all the lines in English. Yeah, it's like, it was it's like, like no, can we not do this, please? <laughs> I was totally like, I'm like, come on, seriously, you have to sit right next to me, and then you're going to talk during the whole movie. But oh my gosh. So I, I don't know how to bring this up and not sound Wow. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know how to bring this up and not sound uh Trumpish, I guess is the best. Oh, whoa, whoa. I'm, ex- I'm interested. Whoa. I, I have no idea like right now, normally I know where you're going with something. I have no idea, <laughs> no so, idea what you're well, about to say. Rhiannon hasn't seen You the hate movie the battle of food is gay. No, no, I actually thought that was fine. Like like who cares? You know, I think actually we talked about this where I thought he was gay in the animated feature anyway, so it wasn't even that big of a deal. To Everyone me. did, right? Except for whatever. Anyway, yeah. So, I what I will say, and and again, there's just no way to say this without sounding terrible. But they really went out of their way to incorporate black women into that period of France. Like they're everywhere, and I was I, like, I will, "Yes, I will." Yeah, okay, I see like, what you're saying. Like yeah. almost to the point where it was awkward. Like I was like, you know, like the the opera singer at the beginning of the movie, and then the uh, wardrobe ended up being a black girl. And yeah, I think like, this is a weird hill for you to hang your cross on. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying that there was anything. Like it wasn't bad. It was just. It seems like they tried so hard. Felt, what you're saying is, yeah, it, I'm not going to care felt, about that. Felt intentional? Is that what you're saying? Right. No, they they tried so hard to seem inclusive that it almost seemed like uh, I don't, don't want to say wrong or anything, but it just seemed weird. Like it was like, man, you guys are really pushing this. Like, like you're making it so obvious. Like it was it was less obvious in the movie. No. Oh yeah. I, I think that's fine. Oh, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's super obvious that they are. It felt like it was obviously intentional. Like it was oh, yeah. a, 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 a plan right. is what you're saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm right. not, I'm not saying there's anything right. wrong with it. They could have cast the whole character. The whole, the whole thing could have been cast black and I'd be fine with it. It's just, uh, it just seemed like with that, like I was like, man, they're really like, you know, it wasn't like the gay characters that didn't bother me. Nothing bothered me, but it was just kind of like, man, they're really, really pushing this one thing. So that was all. <laughs> This is just, you know, something I observed. My observation of you. Right, my observation of the movie. I don't mean it to be. My observation was: I absolutely 
loved it. Like yeah. I absolutely thought it was. If I had to say, like, if I feel like Beauty and the Beast actually works better live action than animated. I thought it was fantastic. Well, I, I would. I, would I, I still like the animated feature more. Uh, I don't even I know. I thought it was great. That. I don't think it matters because they both exist, so it doesn't. It doesn't right, matter. Right. They're both great. But I'm saying, I'm saying, I think it almost worked better the way that they did the the village and like the costuming. That's the look of the movie was so impressive to me. And then, of course, the music I thought was so good. Um, I was shocked at how much I really enjoyed it. Um, obviously, it helps that I already knew the words to all of the songs. So. Oh, God. I feel for the people around you. I wasn't singing out loud, but it does make you like they're familiar. So it, it, it probably does impact your mm-hmm. like, the movie because you're like, oh, I love this song. Yay. <laughs> so anyways, I just really, really enjoyed it. So big fan. Um, what do you think about this though? They they did just draw me to. They announced that um, Mulan live action will not have it will not be a musical. Really? Eh. Which is a lot of people are saying they. I just find it odd, and I'm gonna miss of all the songs. Let's get down to business. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, that's great. That they're not gonna have it, but um. I guess the people brought up the fact that Cinderella was redone not as a musical also. So it makes you wonder about like the Lion King. Will that be, I don't know, will that have the, the songs or? You know? If there's no circle of life, is it worth doing? Definitely not. We'll find Definitely. out. Definitely not. So is Mulan supposed to be, um, without music, is it going to be PG-ish? Because I can see them taking it into like, the total R-rated movie battle scenes, like I agree, very because like, if they did it with the same just attention to detail that they did Beauty and the Beast, I could just picture this being amazing, though, just visually the way they could do China. And then it made me think, Rhiannon, imagine yeah. the Princess and the Frog live action in like a New Orleans. Oh. That would be amazing it would look so the costumes and the they could do the parades and i mean it would just be really cool stop yeah. you're getting me excited turned around keep yes. going keep live going. i love it i think they're great because they're done so well it's like they it feels like they know that there's a lot of lot riding on these so they literally make them great but let's hope that continues. I'm, going, I'm basing mostly on Beauty and the Beast because that's the one, the only one I've seen. <laughs> well, so I'm hoping it continues. As long as it's better than Alice in Wonderland. Oh, yeah. I was like, well, are they going to do a live action? I'm like, oh, yeah, they did. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, they did. Exactly. did. They didn't do the whole real. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, what is this, Skipper to Gritchie? Ten rules you must follow at Walt Disney World here from the Pooh Times. The porch times. The, the e-porch times. Same thing, right? Epoch times. The epoch times. Epoch okay. times? I don't know. Whatever. I was just trying to figure it out. I'm like, what is it's this? Just, do we agree? You know, they, know. they, they say, oh. th- these are them. I'll read them to you really quick, and you guys tell me yes or no, and we'll move on. Okay. Ready. Number okay, one, go. you have to ride It's a Small World. Yes. Uh, hang on. Let me think for a second. I got to think for a second. You Wait, have- are you talking like... Once a year trip, once a lifetime trip, or like once a month trip? No, no, no. Like you're a family uh, on vacation. Okay, yes. Uh, yes, I'll go with yes. You must enjoy a Mickey-shaped treat. 
Yes. Mm, not as much. Okay. You have to meet Mickey Mouse. Yes. Once in a lifetime trip, yes. Once a year, no. You must ride Me? the monorail. That, so that would yes. not count. Just real quick on the Mickey Mouse. Does that not count like a parade? I think that might be enough. You have to no, see. It, it says meet oh, Mickey. No. no. I, parade counts for me. I think if it's a once in a lifetime trip, you need that family picture with Mickey. If it's once a year or more than that, then no, you don't need it. Is it okay? Can it be Sorcerer Mickey or does it have to be more traditional Mickey? It just says no, meet Mickey. Sorcerer. just says meet yeah. Mickey. So what was the monorail? Have to ride the monorail? Have to ride Again. the monorail. Definitely, yes. You have to take a family portrait in front of the castle. Yes. Yeah. You must wear Mickey ears. Yes. No. What? No. <laughs> no. Hell no. You have to wear Mickey ears. No, I, yeah, I disagree. Some, no, you have, to, you have to wear some headpiece. <clears throat> you got to wear some sort of silly Disney hat. You know, like a pith helmet. Yeah, exactly. Maybe <laughs> like a goofy hat or... The... Clearly not that stupid looking hats. Clearly. But All right. I, it's probably because I'm bitter that my head is so large that Mickey ears look completely stupid on me. They don't fit around my whole head. Well, what about the classic Mickey hat with the ears? That's supposed to be like a yarmulke. Band. Yeah, those, yeah. My head is so big like that those things fit me like a yarmulke. Yeah, exactly. Um, me too. All right, we're almost done. Eat well. It says, find, uh, you know, there's some place to eat all over the park. You should find meals that you can afford and eat as best as you can. Not fast well, food. Yeah, duh. Well, no, it's saying yeah. not like fast food. Like, you got to go find good restaurants. I do and not. I say, yeah, duh. I say no, actually. If a lot of times growing up, no. What's wrong just... with you? Me, I prefer to do that. But I do not think that's a must do. Like, if a family's coming down and I'm offering them advice, I'm not going to say you have to eat at these restaurants. They may not be that may not be a big deal to them. So then, why put that money towards dining when they can put that money towards maybe they prefer to have Mickey ears? So I say no. That is not a must do. No. All right, we're almost done. We're almost done. Uh, the last three. You must wake up early. At least one day. I'm going to go with as a general rule. Yes. As a general rule, but maybe sleep in a little bit. So I would just go with yes, yeah. you must wake up early. Yeah. All right, the last two. Ready? See a parade? Mm, once in a lifetime, yes. Wow. Right? In the current state, I'm like, I guess, yes. Because really, isn't there just one now, basically? <laughs> just one? I think electric just... water pageant can count. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it counts. So I guess basically we're saying must watch the, yeah, okay. So yeah, yes on the parade. And the final rule, you must watch fireworks. Oh. At least one, I don't yeah. think you can avoid it. I don't, I don't think you can avoid it. Well, think... yeah. That's awesome. Those are actually pretty good. I will. Uh, I think, but those are not very controversial. Can we can we add our own? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I feel like one, especially if we're talking just like once in a lifetime trip, you should stay on property. That should be part of it. I I feel like that every time. Yeah. Well, I know you do, but there are people <laughs> who don't. I think, and I think yes, it adds I... a lot to it. I think it's one of those things that you don't know how much it adds until you do it. You know, and I feel so I, I agree with you. But if they're a new person who've never been before, 
I don't think they'll understand until they do it how how important it is. So I think I agree with you though. It's really important, especially now, Mo- now more than ever. Yeah, Seattle property is great. As more of more of the uh, top places at Disney are moving off, not even in the parks, they're in a lot of the resorts. Uh, so just having being on property and being able to go to the there's more time. It gives you more time on property to go to other resorts and go to their their restaurants and their bars and stuff. So definitely. That's all I got. All right. That's all you got. That's all you got. Well, ready for a little ask sour boner. First time weeks. Ask sour boner. Yeah. I feel like we have a lot of sour boners to go through. I don't oh, think there's a sour boner. You! Lightning round. Sour boner lightning yeah. round. Oh, boy. Um, Barack Ohana oh, would like God. to uh, – Barack Ohana said – this was actually before St. Patrick's You want to know, how will we honor Pineapple POTUS during St. Patrick's Day celebration? I will be there in spirit. I feel we did mention Barack Ohana a couple times when we were together, and I'm trying to remember what the, the – um, scenario was but i do remember we talked about him a few times the president of the three o'clock parade podcast it's a good man so he is a good man i believe we probably talked about him when we were eating drinking uh pine out of pineapples oh yeah i'm sure the, the first day we were there Diz counselor dan would like to know i think he added dan in there now it's Diz counselor dan um if you could bring, there's a it He's clearly not the best Dan, though. Um, discount, uh-huh. you know, if you could bring one attraction, restaurant, and bar to Walt Disney World from Disneyland, what would you want to be, and and vice versa? Anything at Disneyland that you'd like to bring to, and you don't have to. I don't. I don't think you. I don't think you have to like get rid of it at the old place. But what from Disneyland should Walt Disney World have? Alice um, in Wonderland. Oh. That's rough. That's a good one. Alice in Wonderland is good, but I was because. He he mentioned restaurants and bars, so I was just gonna go yeah. with um, the Bengal Barbecue. Oh, Which man. one's that? It's in uh, Adventureland, and it's across from Indiana Jones and the Jungle Cruise, and uh, it's just meat on skewers. It's great. Have you ever had that at um, Harambe? They have the chicken skewers. They actually, it's the one of the few things they actually really like here. Quick service, <laughs> FYI. Uh, um. Uh, wait, is yeah. it the chicken that's served on um... sticks? Yes. No, but on sugarcane skewers. No. Oh. Just regular. No, I haven't had it. No. <laughs> anyway, sugarcane you, you definitely... skewer or nothing. And the bar, I would assume you'd want to bring either. Oh, would you bring the Cove Bar? Would you? Here, I'll give you one of three, Skipper. Drink Cove Bar, the original Trader Sam's uh, Chantilly Bar, or Paradise Pier Pool Bar. <laughs> or fourth option, I just won the lottery and I want Club Thirty Three because I'm going to join. Oh, I feel like I feel like I'd probably take the Cove Bar, but I don't know where I'd put it. That's the problem because it's my gotta, house. It's got to be a bar on the water. Oh, so I have a pool. I feel like Hollywood Studios could really use something yeah. like that place maybe kind of by dinosaur gertie i was maybe. gonna say if we if we switch around the dockside diner a little bit melon yeah 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 put it over there and uh throw it in there somewhere that'd be good that's a good place for the co-bar perfect i like it 
I like it. <laughs> I had to laugh the other day, Skipper. I was reading someone's Twitter. Um, I think it was um, one of the. There's a YouTube personality, a spokesman, and he's a cool guy. I really like it. But he was he went to Disneyland and he was talking so much about how he loved. I could be wrong. I think it was him. Loved Paradise Pier, and it made me laugh. So I was just thinking of you the whole time. He's like, man, I really miss Paradise Pier. It's like my favorite place. Well, no. So was he talking about Paradise Pier in the California oh, yeah. Adventure? Or was he talking about the actual hotel? I think the hotel, oh, I thought. Because, no, because inside of the California Skipper's Adventure, favorite. There is, I know. there's a Paradise Pier area. And that's yeah. where, uh, like, they have, like, you know, it's set up like like an old... Um, Kind of like the you know, like a boardwalk or yeah, like an old pier where there's like a roller coaster and all that kind of fun stuff. So I think he was talking about hotel. It just made me smile because it's and there was somebody else too. I've seen at least two people talking about, oh man, I really love I well, was just I laughing. If if that's the only place you went, like if that was your hotel, then you might be like, Yeah, this place is great compared to, you know, the Ramada that's around the corner. But if they had spent any time at the Disneyland or the Grand Californian then they would be like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. A crummy commercial? A crummy, a crummy a commercial? Crummy commercial? Don't forget to um, drink your Ovaltine. But okay, but just on the flip, anything at Disney World you wish they had out there? Or are you you don't want anything from here? No, no. Um, shit. What All of Animal Kingdom? Yeah, Animal Kingdom's great. I feel like we need more really cool lounge restaurant stuff. So like just like I I went to Tiffin's and Nomad Lounge for the first time and I was like this place is oh. great. We need more of this. Yeah. Um the original Tower of Terror. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. As put that right next to the Yeah, put it right next to. That'd be fine. Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe they could build it out. in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's a great idea. That was I don't know why they didn't think of that. Um, Rhiannon, I'm really curious. Um, he's probably joking. I don't know. Maybe you can help me with this. Peplock, mm-hmm. aka Nick Waymania, wanted to know: mm. Is your is your cat bird anything like Nickelodeon's cat dog? Oh my god, cat dog's so good. Do you know anything about this? <laughs> is it anything like it? Um, no, no. He's just one creature. Just the one head. Hmm. He does chirp like a bird sometimes. Hmm. Well, there you go. Chirp, chirp. Skipper Richie, I'm going to uh, put this to you. Bay Lake Spence, um, the sexiest man in Twitter, would like to know, uh, should Epcot World Showcase Lagoon be dyed green for St. Patrick's Day? Ooh. I love that idea. That is, what do you uh, think? That sounds healthy. I mean, what lives in there anyway? Yeah, do it. Well, to the Chicago River. I think it's it's natural green dye. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> sure. Let's sure do it. Fine. I'm in. I, I vote fine. yes. Oh, uh, Mr. Dirt Cheap Disney wants to know, um, for the, do you remember the tweet that made you start following Drunk at Disney on Twitter? Rhiannon, uh, Skipper did probably because we had a mutual friend in uh, Mrs. D&D. Right. Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> do you have any memories of the beginnings of, uh, I'm trying to remember back, because you were one of the first people I ever talked to on Twitter. So I'm trying to remember, do you remember anything from those old days? It was um... friendlier friendly at first yeah yeah back before i knew better (laughs) um the only thing i really remember and i don't know how far into our discourse this was but i do remember talking about 
misadventures at Everest and something involving the Yeti. And I posted a picture at one point of my stuffed Yeti waking up in a bed with a handle of Jim Beam. <laughs> and somehow that was related to you. And I don't know. Yeah. I do remember I that. that picture. Of the Yeti. Good. Skipper, do you remember anything from our original Twitters? Um, I don't. I, I don't even think I knew who you were before. Yeah. Right. We had a very different in that we met in person first. Right. At the cookout. Um, and the, we actually met at the cookout. The, right? Was that the – oh, no, no, no. It was at it was at the Derbs. But that was just a brief moment. Yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah. Either way, either way, we met in person first and then realized – Skip's like, yeah, I kind of do Twitter, you know? Like, And then we just found out we kind of – I'm like, yeah, I kind of do it too. <laughs> You're right. I kind of do Twitter. Like I, I kind of all my time on Twitter. I kind of, I kind of do it a lot. But um, so anyway, so yeah, that was a little bit different in that we uh, we met the reverse way. Or the re- I call the it the reverse cowgirl. Oh, yeah. the reverse cowgirl is what we call it. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Oh, here's a good question, Brian. Brian Lamas, now we are in March Madness, nearing the end of March Madness. Uh, Brian Lamas wants to know, if you were to make a Walt Disney World attraction bracket, what would the top four number one seeds be? What are the top four attractions? I definitely have mine. Mansion, Pirates, Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain. Nice. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought Splash Mountain would have done better in the other attractions tournament. It did not. It got beat, I believe, by the Haunted Mansion. I was a little oh, buzzsaw. Are those your four, Skip, or what do you think at Disney World? Uh, Disney World, I'd go the same way. Haunted Mansion, Pirates, but I think I'd go Jungle Cruise. And for the fourth one, Big Thunder. Oh. Yay. See, I'm going to go four regions. Um, so I would go the Hollywood Studios region would be Tower of Terror, yeah. Epcot region would be. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> uh, Spaceship Earth, probably. And then um, yeah. Animal Kingdom, uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris, and Magic Kingdom. No, Everest. I'm, Splash Mountain. It's tough. Oh. I, uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris, I think, is just so unique. Um, the only thing of its kind. So those would be my four. Except, like, Everest. Go to Africa. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I've been in theme parks, silly. Let's see. <laughs> uh, duct tape and beer. He has a, we have our first uh, reaction tweet from uh, Drinking Around the World. Skipper to Gritchie, you're going to like this. Duct tape and beer. We got to meet duct tape and beer, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he felt like every world country, every country in World Showcase has just declared war on his head. Why? <laughs> Why? Oh, that didn't do it to me as bad as the hoop day did. That was worse for me. Really? Hoop day, yeah. Everybody was wasted what? at the hoop day. That's why. <laughs> well, yeah, but I felt pretty good both mornings after. I was pretty impressed with myself. I yeah. enjoyed putting my lips to Rhiannon. Nice. Wait, what? I'm just saying that wine was delicious. Yeah. Oh, come on now. Let's see. I put my lips on Rhiannon. You put your lips oh, on Rhiannon. Mr. Monkey, Mr. Monkey was holding Rhiannon all night. Yeah. It was. It was good. Good time. It was good. Um, this is a good one. Uh, Joe Bowden wants to know, if you had to choose, would you rather have Bar on the Magic Kingdom Ferry? Oh, Bar on the Magic Kingdom Ferry. That's an interesting one. I haven't heard that. Or a new Illumination show. Bar on the Ferry. Bar on the Ferry. 
I love on the, the ferry. Show. I love yeah. Reflections. A lot of hate recently online for the Illuminations, and I don't I don't get it other than the fact that um, it's the only thing I don't like about it is it's hard to see the middle without getting really good seats. But um, I don't I don't, I I like. I like illumination. So yeah, bar on the ferry. Yeah, for sure. Which they kind of have. They have the dessert. I saw the dessert party out there once, um, floating around, and it looked kind of cool. I don't think it has a bar though. I don't think it has alcohol, does it? Uh, I think it has like champagne, maybe. Mm. So they kind of have that. I would definitely. That would be great. Although in the like, I, I don't. As much as I do love drinking, I don't really need to drink in the morning. So on the way to the Magic Kingdom, I wouldn't probably do much. Um. So it would have to be more of like a cruise thing, and then on the way on the way yeah. home. It... But it could if if there were just a bar always there, not some kind of special party, you could just hop on it and be like, I'm just gonna hang out on the ferry. Had and that just back... go back and forth and back and forth on the ferry. They had that yeah. back when Disney World first opened, the World Cruise, and it would like cruise take you around on like a, a ship. I don't know why they don't do that anymore. Basically, just a, just have a booze cruise every night. Uh, wow. Speaking of paid for parties and all that um i was told over the weekend by as i like to call him diz Madol, but it's pronounced madel yeah i say madel but it's madel um but he said that the villains party thing at hollywood studios is actually worth the money because it is open bar and like legit open bar you can just go up there and be like bourbon rocks keep it coming um plus there's full food not just desserts and so I don't know what the exact price was, but he was all about right. it. And it's yeah, and you get to cool. and Dr. Fassier is still doing yeah, it, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um so Diz Madel with the we saw him at Drinking Around the World as well. I they believe he made an, an appearance on the three o'clock parade as well. So nice mm-hmm. seeing you, John. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. Outer Rim Jim tweeted, he replied to Weenie. What do you think about this idea? We have not come up with this yet. And Ar- Skipper, you're going to like this idea. Take the arcade machines from Disney Quest when they close it down to Pop Century and build an arcade bar in the 80s section. You know one of those like gaming bars? How cool would that be? Yeah, there's actually one like three blocks from my house right now, and it's great. Yeah, there's a couple of them here in Orlando now, too. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah one tried to open up here um, a couple years ago, and it did not do well, unfortunately. It's because only old people live there. That's still That's before their time. They called it Rockade. Get it? Rockade? Uh-huh. This one's called Coin Up. I like it. Does the like water mount? Coin Up. Um, Outer Rim Jim uh, had an interesting family dinner conversation. What's the best themed queue at Walt Disney World? I'm going to go, and this may be an unpopular opinion, but I like the Pirate's queue. I know it's not interactive, Which it's damn themed. They've kind of changed the way the routing again now, don't haven't they? Um, but when you used to get to, you used to go to one side, which side did you like going through? Like the cave end or the one through the little, little village there with the fountain? I like seeing the guys play chess. Yeah, me too. And did it's you really know- done a lot of the in there, though. Like, it's weird, like, where they flip the... I don't know, it's weird. They have you go different ways than they used to. And did you know that those guys are in a stalemate? Just a little yes. Disney trivia. Yeah. Oh, Pretty great. I did not know that. And, yeah. the, and the, the one thing I hate about that area is there's almost always a water bottle or a Coke bottle down there. That's, always true. Me. That's true. <laughs> like, 
Hold on to your trash, you people. Jesus. Mm. Um, assholes. Pirate's Q is so great, though. And it's like the original themed Q. I was going to say, um, I like the Q for Everest, and I like the Q for... Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, Collie River Rapids. Those are probably my two oh. favorite. Those Me are too. also very good. Me too. Definitely. And those are my favorites. You just threw them in there, Skip. So because of that, I'm going to go with... My favorite thing is as while the queue for at Walt Disney World for Jungle Cruise, the visuals are not as extensive as I would like them to be. Like I'd like them to add a little more like Everest has. But the the, the radio broadcast at Jungle Cruise, it's so great. So great. I don't know if y'all saw uh, my tweet I posted from Thursday, but I noticed the first time myself that in the queue for Jungle Cruise they have a Telemore Dew bottle like nestled up amongst the goods mm. which I just I thought was really interesting because that's a real thing as opposed to you know I'd say like almost every other single queue yeah. it's some like tongue in cheek whatever Disney made up thing but this is like a real brand <laughs> even even within the Jungle Cruise everything else is kind of yeah. made up yeah. Yeah, that is odd. So I thought it was kind of funny. Like, I kind of wondered if they meant to do that or if someone, like, snuck that up there in the middle of the night or something. I don't know. Hmm. But, nice. Yeah. I liked it. Yep. Uh, but if I had to pick, I would go to go with Skipper's um, of Collie River Rapids. So good. Oh, honorable especially, mention. Especially Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. Do you like yeah. the new parts that they've added? Or did you like it? Do you like that they did that? They added like that little office and stuff. I love it. I love just being able to read all the signs. Like yeah. reading material for me is good. So. This is one of the reasons I want to eliminate standby. And let me tell you why. Right now. I... Because the cues are so good. They're spending so much money in yeah. making these cues so good. We should just get rid of them. No, no, no. Right now, when you do a fast pass, you skip the queue. When they eliminate standby, they're going to send everybody through the main queue, and everybody gets to enjoy it, not just standby people. It's discrimination against people with fast pass. It's bullshit. Oh, my God. I don't yeah. ever get to see it because I have fast pass. But you understand Draco, that once, if they do that, then there will be a queue again. No one's no one special. Is. Yes. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. No, the goal is not no queue. The goal is one queue that's only 15 to 20 minutes long, not 70. So basically how it always used to be. But it can't be ever again because the crowds are too large. Yes. Yes. Let's go back to the old. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Are we agreed? I don't know. We agree. Okay. Where in Epcot to get a gin and Beverly? No, but there is at Coke. Coke World is a Beverly drink. Does that taste good? Because I know you Beverly know by itself doesn't, but. I heard good things about the, I have not had the drink at Coke World. The Beverly's, I think it's called Beverly's Revenge, I believe. <laughs> uh, that's apropos. And then, um, this is from Tex, Textoso Jake, by the way. Textoso Jake. I will say, I mean. I don't like to advocate any kind of rule breaking, but is it rule breaking if you go to the Rosen Crown and order a gin on the rocks and then carry it over to Club Cool and get a little sample cup of Beverly and add it into your gin? Is that rule breaking? When you paid for it, you're allowed to have an open container. There's something 
it's a different kind of rule. I think then you're breaking like beverage law rules and not Disney rules. They're just having to follow like state laws about like you can't make your own drinks. Like they make they, 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 but you purchased their size. It's not like you you know are drinking a fifth of gin or something. You didn't bring it on yourself. You purchased it there. You paid for it. Oh. And you're getting I don't your know. sample size of it. I don't I I don't know either. I'm just saying. Just get I, a few just, samples and take them with you to the Rosen Crown. Yeah, okay. So reverse or operations. All right. Just do it all while you're there. You'll be fine. Okay. Cool. Dismadel, speaking of Dismadel, I was with him Dismadel. once. He bought a sh- shot of espresso. Now I'm trying to I want to make sure I do this right. I think he put espresso in his Guinness. Maybe, or he did something else. He did something. He mixed his own drink. Let's put it that way. But legally, <laughs> as bought both things at Epcot, but yeah. he did mix a drink. Yeah, See, I, so. I think that's legit. With a espresso from Starbucks, so I know that. Yeah, I think I think that's okay. So, um, WDW owner with an ass seller boner. Just a comment and see if you guys uh, find this interesting as well. For all people who said unfavorable things about Pandora Land, there sure are tons of people who want to see it first. Hashtag oh. SR Barnard. Truth. Well, they're like, oh, this is going to be really fun. I think it was Christy, and she brought up a good point. She's like, people are going to, she's like, I'm, I'm going to laugh when people are saying this at Disneyland, when they're like, oh my gosh, this new ride is so fun at um, how, or, uh, California Adventure, the mission breakout. And I think that's true, and it is kind of funny that people hate it on Pandora Land. But once it's actually a reality, there's really no point. I think what people don't like is the idea of it. They're they're wishing they had done something else. But that that discussion is so now far gone. It's so go- like doesn't I, matter. Wish they had done. It's a reality. Yeah, I, it's like- I I think it's just multiple conversations overlapping. I don't think it's one conversation. So I think you can have your own opinions about Pandora. And yet still not want to be the first to be like, oh, I was the first. <clears throat> but I think you can be excited to see what it is, even though you're not excited necessarily for the theming. I think it's just it's multiple situations going on. And so, yeah, like I obviously signed up to do the Pathholder preview and I'm excited to see it. That doesn't mean that I'm like, oh, my God, they're super pumped. But like, yeah, and cool that I can get in there. Right. To a less degree, when when they first announced Avatar Land, I was like, that's dumb. I have no desire to make that Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom is my favorite park. And I was like, this sucks. I'd rather have, and I, you know, everybody has this list of 20 other things they wish they would have rather had. But the reality is, that's not what's happening. What we have is Pandora. So in that reality, hell yeah, I'm excited for a brand new land in Animal Kingdom. So I can't wait well, to go check it out. I had an interesting conversation with Amanda when I saw her last week and we were talking about Pandora versus Star Wars and we, I think, are both tied in that we care really about um, IP and yet she was saying that she was more excited for Pandora because she felt that they had more, I guess, creative liberty on what they could do with it, where she thought that with Star Wars, they're going to have to be more, you know, to the letter of the law of what those storylines are in those locations, and I don't know. I I agree. opinion about that. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. I think with Pandora, they've gone, and they've explained that now, so I'm going off their words now, that they took the location 
And they they were able to say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take your movies, James Cameron, and we're going to put those way in the past. And this is we're creating our whole own stories and real based on the future that you're not involved in. <laughs> Basically, is that <laughs> you're going to have your movies way back here in the past. See, but we get we get this era. So then they starting there made everything up. It's all Disney from but for Pandora. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, and I, I read the same thing, so I, I know what you're talking about. However, we're still one movie into this alleged trilogy. And so I think that there's still more to come in these next two movies that are probably going to be part of this land. It's just not as announced as Star Wars. Yeah. Well, in the way that um, Jim, Jim Cameron um, said, he said... Oh, oh Jim now? You're in the We're first name basis. We're besties. We're besties. He said that, yeah, he said, uh, he basically said, yeah, back after the wars, which are our movies, three generations later is where we find ourselves now. So even he was distancing from it. So I, I, he was basically saying that the Avatar series is a war series, and then that ends, and then we get Pandora. So anyway, but I agree that with Star Wars Land, it's going to be much more along the lines of Harry Potter, where they're using. Yeah, it has to be canon basically yeah, in the universe of star wars movies yeah so that'll be cool yeah i think you're i think you're right it's it's definitely two different styles they're having to do with design mm-hmm. yeah 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 what are your thoughts on that skip yeah. pandora versus star wars land um i i don't know if i necessarily agree with the fact that it has to be canon in star wars land because you're gonna see characters from all the different movies that don't actually interact with each other while they're there so and from what i understand star wars land is going to be some other separate planet that's not in the movies correct Um, you know so you're probably going to be able to see all kinds of stuff so you'll see um i don't know i'm just you know you're going to see characters from rogue one mixing with characters from um I can't even think right now. Return of the Jedi, and you know, you know, just you're going to see characters mixing back and forth. They're not all going to be within that same timeline. Um, where I think with Pandora, like you said, it's all going to take place after the movies, so they can really do anything. But I think ultimately, people just want to go. Like Pandora's going to be cool because it's going to be a new world that you can go visit, and Star Wars is going to be cool because people just want to go see Star Wars crap. So, yeah. all right, well, like every question. Yeah. Sorry. Um, do you <laughs> dramatic? Think... Yeah, dramatic pause and go. Muting for Mark noises. Um, do you think that due to the fact that Star Wars obviously has a much larger, not to mention just more severe, diehard following than Avatar, obviously, does that apply more pressure? to get Star Wars Land right and amazing, or does it take the pressure off because they could just do and people are going to go apeshit. Whereas Avatar Land, if they just were like, yeah, you know, here you go, people would be like, what the fuck? Versus they're like more pressure to make it amazing to prove that they have something that they can bring to the table with this IP that not a lot of people love. I think the pressure's on Star Wars Land to be great. Yeah, I I would uh, say the opposite, yeah. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, it's like when Disney purchased Marvel 
and everybody was like, oh, they're going to ruin these. Like, these movies are going to be all sucky and they're going to be Disney-fied. But all the Marvel movies are great and everybody loves them and they're killing it. And that was the same thing that they said with Indiana Jones and Star Wars. And we haven't seen the Disney indie movie yet, but the Disney Star Wars movies have been really, really good. So I feel like they have to keep up that mm-hmm. same level or else people are going to be all pissy and be like, I told you. Is it- yeah, I don't agree because people care so much about Star Wars, Star Wars that they are not. They, if they just came and just pooped in the bed, they would people would be furious. They wouldn't yeah, be like, yeah. "Oh my god, we, at least we got something," because we already have something. This is supposed to be something that's amazing, past what we already have. So I think if anything, it's the it's people it's the pressures on okay. way more than Pandora because mm-hmm. Pandora would just be people would just be like, "Well, that was neat. We'll just be we'll, okay." But people. It'd be like if they really fucked up Harry Potter, you know. Like, <laughs> people would have could have. Well, been I'm not saying they would state. fuck it up. I'm saying like they could half-ass it. Like it wouldn't be fucked up. It would just be like you know, you know, they got this. It's kind of cool. They got this. It's kind of cool. Versus like, oh my god, we're gonna like never sleep again until we get this right. Yeah, I got you. I think we'll learn a lot in about a month when Pandora opens and see. <laughs> yeah. Because I, it, from what I've seen, it looks like all the techniques they use to make Pandora are going to be used again to make Star Wars Land. As far as they're both very natural-looking places with big mountain ranges, and I think it's going to be a lot of similarities actually between Pandora and Star Wars Land. Minus there's going to be, you know, Millennium type m- m- Millennium Falcons and stuff sitting around, but the environment, yeah, oh fucking millennials, um, the. Uh, the environment will be, I think, very similar between Pandora and uh, Star Wars Land. So I think we'll learn a lot very shortly in the preview in like a month. <laughs> less than a month. Way less than a month. Mm, no, a month and a half. April 13th, I think, is the first day. Oh, yeah. Right. So oh. April. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's 27th right now. Wait, what? The previews? Yeah. I think the previews are in May. I thought they were April. Uh, no, May, May. Yeah, oh, it's like the week. It's the week before that it actually opens. I thought. Crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Rich is right. Rich is right. Damn it! I was, I was, I'm way less excited now. I thought it was like a month away. No, the drunk run K is uh, oh, the D run oh. K is a month away. Hey, is on 422. Thank you, uh, Skipper, for the next one. Textoso Jake is excited because he's apparently going to be running the D-Run K on April 22nd. Rhiannon will also be at Walt Disney World, but she avoiding came up- you. That <laughs> um, she is bringing who has is not a Disney World uh, regular uh, and does not want to scare them off with yep. the ridiculousness that is um, the 3 o'clock parade, I believe. So. Yep. Um, but his question is, what um, time and location is the D Run K on 4:22. I may need to address fast passes and Tiffin's reservations. Yes, you may need to because it is one o'clock. Um, right now, the plan is we're going to start at Fort Wilderness and go to Wilderness Lodge. Started thinking maybe we should go the other way around, but we'll see. But right now, we're going to start at um, Rhiannon's favorite bar, which is bar. Rhiannon's favorite bar, Crockett's Tavern. Yes. Nope. We're going to end at Geyser Point. Um, Rhiannon's actual kind of new favorite part. Just go with it. Just go with it. Ah. So, like, uh, we'll be... The run itself will be done by two, probably. But then, you know, there'll be a post-party there hanging out for a while. So maybe, like, three? I don't know. Something like that. One to three? Go with one to three. 
Now, are you warning uh, any official staff members about this, or are you just like show up and hope for the best? Uh, no, if it's just a group of fun people, so yeah. I mean, so okay, no. <laughs> you should be fine. You should be fine. Um, last words. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Textoso Jake also thinks that uh, character instead of character dining experience, character drinking experiences need to happen. That would be pretty great. Go in bars and have characters around. I like that. Mm. Let's see. All right. Uh, Livy has a, a sour boner. So think, okay, pay attention. Yep. It's like, a, it's like an SAT. The year is 2024. So how many years is that from now? So seven, three, so seven years away. Seven, yeah. Mm -hmm. With all the changes since this week's episode, the go-to Walt Disney World Park is now what? Is it the go-to park in seven years? Pandora, I mean, Animal Kingdom because of Pandora and Rivers of Light. Is it Hollywood Studios? Because of Toy Story Land and Star Wars Land, is it Epcot because of whatever they're going to do, or is it Magic Kingdom because of the anniversary? What will the go-to park be in seven years? I'm going to be super optimistic and say Epcot, mostly because if I dream it, they can do it. What do you think, Skip? I was going to go with Hollywood Studios because it's Star Wars. I have to looking at it from a, a outside I, I say animal kingdom can never be the go-to park at walt disney world for the majority of guests it just can't because it's animal kingdom like it just and can't because pandora <laughs> for me it can be but not for the majority of people so that one's out um man obviously the 50th anniversary but i'm gonna go with rhiannon and i'm still optimistic with what they're going to do with Epcot. People, I think, are stuck in a mindset of what 10 years ago was when they were in the middle of coming off, you know, in a recession and they hadn't spent any money. They have lo very low expectations for Epcot. I still have high expectations. I'm going to go with you know, Epcot as well. You know what my thing is, is that I acknowledge the fact that I'm just an average person. I am not an Imagineer. I don't have an advanced degree in anything. That is not my area of expertise. And so the fact that I'm sitting here right now and I spend way too much of my time thinking about Disney and I still can't think of really, really how to make Future World a cohesive, amazing place, that just makes me all the more optimistic that there are people out there who are geniuses and they are experience this and educated in this and they have ideas that I couldn't even begin to conceive of and like I'm going to be so blown away and excited like that's what I'm looking forward to because I feel like we can all you know think of a new ride to put in Magic Kingdom yeah. or like you know okay I can think of like a bar that should go in Star Wars land but like to reimagine all of future worlds I can't do that and so I'm looking forward to someone who can yeah I, I really think, um, and I, I've been getting, I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, is I'll, I'll run into people talking online and, the, and there'll be a joke like, oh, ha ha, like, like Disney would ever build anything. And I'm thinking that 
argument and that uh, that that philosophy is so outdated right now <laughs> of like that they don't spend money anywhere yes that was how it felt about five years ago but right now if you've been to walt disney world the entire property is under construction right now <laughs> i mean yeah. all the roads hollywood studio hollywood studios animal kingdoms under construction the the epcot stuff is it's imminent you can just tell walking around they've literally shut down interventions on both sides and every but there's 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 definitely this and i think it's people not just being bitter but also just being disappointed in the past that nothing had it's there's this idea that nothing's happened at epcot yet so it can't ever happen i don't i don't i don't get that (laughs) they're like i don't get that whole because nothing's happened yet nothing must be coming i don't understand that Agreed. But, uh, but uh, I'm I'm still feeling pretty optimistic. If something comes, an announcement comes at Epcot, and it's terrible and a bad uh, idea, I do. But I don't I don't anticipate this at this point. So let's see. Um, the 50th anniversary. That'll be interesting to see what they do with that, though. So that was also a good one, though. Um, think they're going to do anything with the castle? Because I feel like they've done that the last couple biggest anniversaries, and people are not happy when they do that. <laughs> they did it at Disneyland. What, did, what was your thoughts on the Disneyland um, castle when they did that, Skip? Oh, I, I hated it. They bedazzled I the castle. Oh my God, I don't. Okay, unpopular opinion alert. Like, I really, I think it's kind of cute. It's not permanent. It's just when they do, it's whatever. It's there. It's fun. It's different, and it goes away. Like, what's the big deal? I just, I just think it, it looked cheap. Way. They did that to Magic Kingdom. When, wh- wh- which one was it where they kind of celebrated all the parks that one time? No, don't even get me started with that shit. That was Disneyland's 50th was anniversary. 50th. Yeah, I'm sorry. But they the birthday cake? No, castle? no, no. No, I'm not saying no, no, that's no. what you're talking about, but I'm just saying, as an example, the birthday cake castle, I think that was cool. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. I thought it was cute. It was limited edition. It went away. You don't have to look at it ever again. Whatever. Except that's not true. Go to Olivia's Cafe at Old QS Resort, right? They have thousands of photos on the walls of other DVC members. And the poor oh. fuckers that they have their picture in front of the cafe. Oh, come on. I would. Oh. Okay, if I did not live in Florida and I didn't have a trip planned for that year and yet that were what they were doing, I would go out of my way. Like, I'm going to get my picture in front of that castle. <laughs> like. I thought it was cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I know what you're saying, but there's, there's. I could see also it's etched in your vacation pictures forever. Um, yeah, that you were there for that really special year. Yeah. Anyone can have their picture taken for the regular castle. That's not special. Like, what else know. could they do though, other than decorate the castle to make it a big deal? It's really tough. That's kind of their lots of merch. All the merch. Those are tied. Um, isn't that where the hat at Hollywood Studios came from? Wasn't that from 100 Years of Magic? That's where it came from. And then the, the wand on the castle also came from like the Millennium Celebration. So these big hideous I things mean, the come wand from... Spaceship Earth. What did I say? Castle. Oh yeah, the wand on Spaceship Earth came from one yeah. too. Right. So those big hideous things sometimes don't go away right away. <laughs> they sit there and people hate them. <laughs> I well, hated that hat so bad. Oh man! Yeah. Every time I walk in there and see that the hat's not there, I'm happy. I'm just like, yes. 
I kind of forget that it ever was there. Already, it's forget already. Uh, we're down to the last couple. Mr. Monkey, a very important question. He wants to know where should he go tomorrow? At uh, he's going somewhere tomorrow. Bush Gardens, World, Aquatica, or Universal? What do you think, Rhiannon? Bush Gardens. What do you, I'm going to click on Bush Gardens then and vote. Get him. You say you want to get him as close to you as possible. You know it. Um, that is I mean, actually not, winning is Universal by far. Uh, well, Bush I, Gardens I, is. Trying to save a seat at our hoopty table, but that didn't work out. So, yeah, your your table's already very packed. Mm. All right, um, let's see. Got the final two. Carol with a K was also this uh, the weekend. What would happen if she mixes Aquavit and Beverly together, and would she get kicked out of Epcot for it? They're kind of asking oh. similar questions. Yeah. I think she would summon Ghost of the Gozarian. Yeah, that's, that's like, like the why worst. Why you do that to yourself? Worst tasting two things in Epcot together. It would be like when Willy Wonka's te- or uh, Charlie Bucket's teacher puts the two things together and it poofs into. I think it would explode. I think it would. <laughs> I think that's actually how you make one of those like science fair volcanoes. There's no actual glass that could hold the two of them together. Um, the final. Uh, the final question is from Little PB and J, who has been at property recently. Um, I ran into Little PB and J. You did. Where did you run into Little PB and J? I remember you said that. Uh, I was leaving Homecoming. Um, homecoming. Homecoming. Coming. And trying to. What the hell was I trying to get to? Oh, actually, I think it was Hoopty Doo Day. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was trying to get back to the fort. We go. We have. Did you? Did you know this, Rhiannon? Skipper Dick Ritchie, Aaron, uh, went to homecoming and got fried chicken on the same day. Oh yeah, as Hoop did, and with like three hours before Hoop to do review. We, well, we were doing the, the scientific verdict? Who study. has better fried chicken? I think the Hoop to do has better fried chicken. All right then. Uh, but there that's what go. we wanted to learn. That's we were like, let's figure this out once and for all. But the really fun part about Little PB and J was I was walking out and I was on the phone and pissed that she is pissed. What? what? You li- she is pissed. You like hoop de doo better than homecoming. Who She's is- taking personally, Ellen. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that funny. She's like, well, they just don't like uh, Southern fried chicken. Then they were. She was really. It was funny. She was. She was. She was not happy. That you chose uh, Hoop to Do over that is Homecoming. Crazy talk. That is crazy talk. But what I was going to say is, I was walking out of Homecoming on the phone. I was talking to Fort Wilderness about something else that doesn't matter. And I look over and I see this guy at a table that looks at me and he just kind of like points and mouths, like, I know you. <laughs> right? And all you I could do like the was, finger across the neck like you're fucking. Yeah. I was just like, oh my god, this is either like a crazy listener or you know, somebody that I pissed off at Pleasure Island twenty years ago that is still waiting to kick mm-hmm. my ass. Um but then I finally hung up and I talked to him and I was like, Oh no, that's so great. It was a little PB thing. He was there with his family, yeah. super nice guy. Um but for a second <laughs> I was like the death threats. Yeah, for a Wait second a I was like, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. Alright, now let me ask you a question. I've never met Lil PB and J in person. His avatar photo, uh, his profile photo is Matthew McConaughey as Wooderson 
that says, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right does he right. look Does he look like Wooderson? Um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I didn't, I'm picturing I wasn't literally. gazing into his eyes. Like I was more just like, man, I'm just so happy you're not kicking my ass right now. Yeah, and I'm not. I just I'm more thinking of like you know that's what I'm picturing is like uh, is it him? I'm, I'm picturing if I ran into him that's what he would look like. But uh, all right. So anyway, anywho, um, let's see. And that would be it. Did we get to the? Well, we, what was his question? I, I just, just accidentally clicked like on chicken. <laughs> what was his? What was chicken? his question? If the mariachi trombone player left oh. his instrument outside. How long before it becomes a rusty trombone? Trombone. <laughs> trombone. Trombone. I'm glad you said it, not me this time. Yeah, you know, trombone. Mariachi, you got to, uh, you got to see Mariachi during a uh, drinking around the world, Skipper. There's a video of it. Uh, not only that, we wore the shirts that we wore were green shirts that looked like mariachi shirt and jackets, and they asked us if we would uh, take a picture with them. So. Oh. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really fun. Oh, that's oh, fantastic. Um, let's see, anything else? Oh, Skipper, you, the, we've always said you, like you did that cool thing at um, the breakfast at uh, Jungle Cruise. A lot of these, you know, D twenty three or special event things. I finally found one that I would totally think is worth it. Um, they're doing a behind the scenes tour of Pandora with Joe Rody. Oh shit! When and how? Do you get to like put your finger in his ear? Tell me more. I, it's two hundred fifty dollars per person, so it's steep. What day is it? It is on eleven a.m. Eastern. Oh, tickets go on sale on Wednesday, April fifth. So it is. Oh, where is it? Pandora. And after June. Hashtag factual podcast. I found it. I found it. I found it. Hey, Where the hell is it? Oh man, tickets gone sale over. Oh. Doesn't say this particular one <laughs> I'm reading. So funny. Awesome. Yeah, on the D23 page, it. Oh no, 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 it's Friday, May 19th. It's a gold Friday, member May. event. I just think that to be able to do um, his, I've followed him around. I've I've seen him in the park several oh. times. Well, no, I, I used to do the tours of Animal Kingdom, and once he was taking a tour of, like, some people, I don't know who, passed me in the thing while I was doing mine, and I got to kind of listen to his, and God. He's way better than yours. Way! He's, he's just <laughs> good at storytelling, and I was listening in as he's walking by, and, and this particular thing he was saying um, was a little less, anyway, he was, it's just so cool, and he's such a good storyteller, and you really do... For, he, a lot of the things in Pandora, you're not going to be able to know unless they kind of fill you in on it because it's a lot of the backstory is not written. It's just there. And so a so lot of these, I can are, go through with my own tour group and just make shit up. You can, you can for, um, so but, you uh, have this, to be a gold member for this. So you already have to pay the $80 not in my tour group. Well, yeah, but then my you wouldn't have your road. But you wouldn't have Joe Rody. I'm just saying. I'll stretch my ears. It's not, not the same. It's, it says they could reserve one ticket for themselves and one guest. I wonder how strict they are. Like, could you just just do the guest? <laughs> I don't care where the K said she uh, is on this, but she, oh. no doctor 
no desire to do it, but she is a gold member. So I wonder. wonder Who's a gold member? Arrow with a K. What? So I don't know. So, anyways, uh, that is really cool, though. This is something that they like going to conventions is not my thing. Going to a lot of these things are not my thing. This would be my thing. And then you have lunch at Tiffin's with him. Yeah, he's going to tell more stories there. Oh my god, we yeah. need to end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty sweet. Um, I also was curious. Rian and I were. Uh, having discussion and you were on it too skip yeah. about portobello is closing for refurbishment yeah. we were yes. discussing do you think it will have you been to portobello skip not since my college program and i yeah. read oh. i read more about what's going to happen it has always been a very good restaurant but it gets for me it gets lost in the shuffle what did you learn oh totally um that it's not going away they're working with a new chef and they're going to reopen it as a Family style Italian restaurant. I've been... How have they not done that yet at Disney World? It seems like the perfect fit. Yeah, not for me, I don't like that kind of. I don't like like it doesn't work for me. But I I can't believe they haven't done it yet. I I don't think that's gonna save it. Something's got because it is just such an afterthought now, unfortunately, because there's just so well... many. They had um, touring plans came out today with some article about the various rankings of ratings of guest reviews of all of the restaurants, the, the sit-down restaurants at Disney Springs. And basically all the older ones are at the bottom with um, <clears throat> one oh. exception, STK being the bottom. But anyway... Um, but yeah, so it's like you got Portobello, Bongos, Wolfgang, Parody, So Thirty Seven are all in the bottom of these guest rankings, and yeah. yet they're all prime waterfront property. And so it really begs the question of how long are they going to last if they don't do something? And so the fact that Portobello is the first one to officially close for refurbishment and rebranding, or who knows? Yeah, um, I'm not sure that creating a what was it family style menu yeah. is going to save it but because I, I i agree with you i have eaten there three times i think and i've never once complained about the food the food's good it's just never something i would go out of my way to go to do because yeah. i can get italian anywhere good italian and there's just so much more to offer yeah. in some springs i'd sooner go to but i found that's I think the same goes for Paradiso. I've actually I actually really like Paradiso, but um you're right, like it's not on my list now. That the last time I went was when none of these most of these other places weren't open yet. And um it's just right squeezed in between some good locations, so it probably will do okay. But it's like the old style of Disney Springs where it is prime waterfront location, but the windows overlook the street, not the water. <laughs> yeah. The thing with Paradise that always bothered me is that it, the entire concept of the menu is that it's supposed to be all of the Americas. The 37 is the 37 countries in South, Central, and North America. And yet they have, like, one poutine dish. And, right. like, they, they offer unibrow. 
and that's like their nod toward Canada. And the rest is just like any average person who didn't know, like, oh, it's a Mexican restaurant. You know, right. like, yeah, no, they really aren't doing much. Well, with- I will admit, you know what I got last time I went there? We sat at the bar, chips and salsa. Yeah, <laughs> chips and salsa. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I agree. That is sort of how that's how I think of it as well. Like, cause, because I think that's the way that they present themselves. Yeah. Skipper, did you see this? I just I just just trying to jump this last thing. in. did you see this rumor about Apple looking to buy Disney Company? Do you have any do you have any um, credence to this rumor? Do you think that's even in the realm of possibility? I mean, Apple's been like rumored to buy like every. um Every studio. There was a little while they were talking. You know, the rumor was that they were going to buy Warner Brothers, and you know, now it's Disney. Uh, I think it's just that Apple has like two hundred fifty billion dollars in the bank in cash, um, and people are always yeah, people are always wondering what we're going to do with it. And uh, you know, I do I know I have no idea. Do I think it'd be great? Sure, man. That would probably make me a cast member again in some weird way. So on the pensions now, let's spend it. Oh yeah. Right. Well, no, that's a whole, other, that's a whole other podcast for a whole other thing. Uh, but, uh, it's, it feels, it, maybe it's not, but it feels so far fetched, but I mean, worse things could happen as a Disney fan than get bought by Apple. You think? Well, the good thing that I would say about Apple is that our, our apples, uh, I would say are like, when I talk about Disney, I always say, like, us. Either way. The good thing about Apple is that they're very focused on um, always growing. Like, they don't like sitting on their laurels and just kind of like, hey, you know what? This is the same thing that we made 50 years ago, and we're just going to keep making the same thing. So it would be good for Disney in that way because they Apple likes spending money to make money. So all this thing about, you know, people complaining that Disney would never yeah. build stuff, even though it's silly because obviously Disney builds things. Um I feel like that would be less of a thing to worry about. Um, you know, but the whole idea is just that Apple's trying to find their niche in the uh, entertainment business because they have Apple TV and iTunes and, you know, the music and video and all that stuff. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. All I know is they have a lot of money. It's just what's – yeah. They, well, they, and they can honest, either I... buy one house in Golden Oak or all of Disney. <laughs> Basically, it's roughly the same price. Yeah. Roughly the same make price. Your, make your choice. Roughly, roughly uh, the same I, price. I pick Golden Oak. Yeah, definitely. I the way I pass I pass Golden Oak when I go to property. I typically pass Golden Oak the majority of the time because I I always find myself at the Polynesian because it's my favorite place, and that's just the mm-hmm. way I get to the Polynesian. So it is. I see that, and I'm just like, man, that would be really cool. <laughs> Anyways, it's like taunting me every time you go by. Um, let's see. That would take us to the end of Ask Sour Boner. Any final thoughts tonight here on the 3 o'clock parade? Nope. Nothing from Rhiannon. Yeah, I, I feel like, like I've run my mouth a lot tonight. So. <laughs> That's You've been very verbose. That's good. Right. I mean, there's some nights where I feel like I'm I'm bottling all up and I let it go at the end of the night, but I think I've uh, you know interspersed a lot. So yes, there we go. Yeah, yeah. that's what I want to hear. Um, Skipper Richie, anything going on? 
No. Um, I think uh, I think we spoke a lot today. So. I need to sign up for the Tiki Trot. I have not done it yet. I oh, yeah. Do- yeah, the Tiki Trot. That's coming up. That's going to be fun. Sign up for it. it was, I, I saw a message about it again. I need to do it. I have not done it yet. And I do want to run it with... Uh, you know, on property, I think that would be pretty fun. So, well, so this um, is I what I was thinking. Um, we need to get the ro- the rum runners coordinated so that there's an east and a west coast rum runners. And yeah. what I was kind of thinking it, we could do was if we sync it so that both of us in the race at the same are the run at the same time at our prospective uh, Trader Sam's. That would be awesome. So yeah. whatever time Trader Sam's opens so like up there, I'm running even know. in place at Trader Sam's. <laughs> well, you know, well, it we... takes it takes what about an hour to do a three k or five k. Is that so... what? It is? I'm glad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's um, right about three miles. I'm just... Logistically, we would have to figure out how to make that happen. Um, wouldn't be that hard because you can go on down into um, Shades of Green area, kind of that way, and uh, yeah, we can make it happen. Um, definitely that would be cool to do because um, it would be fun. So, agreed. Yeah, that'd be good. Yay. Um, I, think, I can't think of anything. Come find us uh, online. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. 3 o'clock parade. This Justin, A Jungle Cruise skipper reports spotting the lost safari near the African veldt. As you may recall, this safari has remained missing longer, yet had more sightings than any other in history. Locally, aeroplane pilots are cautioned about landing in Settler's Field. Recent rains have created rather large bogs, which have attracted the attention of local water buffalo. Pilots should carefully review conditions before either taking off or landing. These same rains have caused Schweitzer Falls to run at 150% of normal, resulting in dangerous currents on nearby waterways. All skippers are advised to proceed with caution. The Northeastern District is reporting some unusual activities at the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. The Governor's troops have been dispatched to the area. We will provide further information as it becomes available. Also in the news, an entire Jungle Cruise tour group has disappeared in the Riverfront region. Authorities are trying to determine their exact whereabouts. It is the fourth reported incident involving the Jungle Cruise this month. In the Lake District, A group of hunters claims that all of their supplies, equipment, and their transport were lost when a group of mad gorillas invaded their camp. Wildlife specialists calmed local residents, saying that such behavior on the part of gorillas is rather unlikely. A new shipment of quinine has just arrived at tropical imports. Those with medical conditions will be given priority. The remaining quinine will be available to the general public while the supply lasts. The Serengeti Wildlife Society has announced its safari schedule for the next year. Several spaces are still available. Please contact the Society for details. Next week, the True Life Adventurers Club will be holding its third annual meeting. Doctors Sears and Hibbler will be discussing their research on the African lion. This is the Global Broadcasting Service, the voice of civilization. In the local news, the Northeastern District reports a record number of visitors this year. Local officials attribute the increase to rumors about recent discoveries at the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. The unexpected onslaught of visitors has created a shortage of elephants, 
and automobiles throughout the region. On a more pragmatic note, Matty's Boatyard announces that they have just received their shipment of mechanical and motorized parts. Those who had placed orders should contact Mr. Matty. Reverend Goff of the Jungle Mission will soon be returning to Holland and is seeking a home for two chimpanzees and a lion cub. If you can help, please call the Mission Veterinary Clinic. The weather at our outpost today? Hot and humid. Monsoons are expected to arrive here later this week, turning the weather to hot and humid. Now for some local updates. Due to last week's locust invasion, the Ladies' Assistance League has rescheduled their annual charity bazaar for next Saturday at noon at Prince Albert School. The Jungle Botanical Society will be hosting a program entitled Secrets of Life. Rare carnivorous plants will be on hand. Light refreshments will be served. 